You're gonna be a star, kid. You're listening to... In Between Stages. Nelson and Jennifer Brooke. Hello everyone! Hello and welcome to our first ever podcast. First one. We're finally doing it. We are. After about a year of speaking about it, here we are. Uh, Welcome to the In Between Stages. Yes. Which is basically the podcast where we, Cassius Nelson and Jennifer Brooke, Mm -hmm. invite creators on each week to talk about their journeys, in between stages, what they've overcome what they're still trying to overcome, any accomplishments they've got, just basically have a good old chat with them. Yeah, and showcase our friends who are doing some amazing things in the industry. Yeah. So we thought we would introduce ourselves so you get to know us and find out a bit more about who we are, where we come from, and what the bloody hell we're doing, Jen. I know. But we didn't want to introduce ourselves because it's a bit weird, a bit awkward. It's a bit cringy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So awkward. we were going to introduce each other. Shall I start? Go for it, Jen. Okay. Are I'm you ready? ready? I am ready. You are going to feel great. Okay, I'm ready. Cassius Nelson Yes. is the definition of a creative. As an actor, she has accomplished so much in such a young age, making her film debut at just 17 in Outer Body. Straight from this, Cassius went on to become a series regular Jade Albright in Hollyoaks for a year and a half. From this, <laughs> she did the great casualty one-shot episode, you might have seen it, no. where she was great in it. She really was. Thanks. And more recently, as of January, you can check her out in series of unfortunate events on Netflix, where she plays captain of a bloody submarine. That I do. You do? Fiona Widdishins. Not only an actor, Cassius is a writer, having her first play be on at Stratford East, and has been developing a TV project, which will hopefully be on your screens very soon. And if that isn't enough, Cassie is also a spoken word artist and often gets up in front of a crowd of strangers to bear her soul in the most beautiful of ways. Cassius is a queen of trainers, lip syncing on Instagram stories. She is very cool, which means my cool radar automatically goes up a little bit more by calling her my best mate. Aww, Aww, that was lovely. Cute. Good. I like that. I'm going to say that in audition rooms and they'll be like, what have you been up to? Well, I'm Jen's best mate. I'm Jen's <laughs> best friend and that's enough. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Jennifer Brooke. Oh. <laughs> Official. <laughs> Side a bit too strong there. Jennifer Brooke is an actor and writer whose first role was straight out of drama school in feature film Astral. Miss Jennifer Brooke then went on to play Rachel Hardy in Channel 4's Hollyoaks. I did. From there. She starred in My Name is Lenny, the very gritty drama about the life of bare-knuckle fighter Lenny McLean, also known as the Governor. 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 After absolutely smashing her role as the very sassy oh, but equally lovable Trixie, she went on to do the hilarious white gold as 16-year-old page free <laughs> model Donna, even though she's flat-chested. I am. I very it's much true. am. It's true. we got to love the little titties crew. We have to. <laughs> Jen is also signed to a writing agency and creates achingly funny comedy dramas with co-writer Kate Dolan. Which never get put on the screen. But it's okay because they will be soon. When she isn't busy acting, writing scripts and being a say at dog mum to Dudley oh, she is my Dudley. best friend oh. she is my biggest cheerleader fellow oh. vegan and just fucking amazing human being who teaches me daily how to be a better person oh my god yours is so much nicer and that ladies and gentlemen is the wonderful Miss Jennifer
for Brett. Oh, thank really, you very much. You were like, you oh, mine's much. really shit. I was like, I, I was like, say. you like trainers and lip syncing on Instagram, and you just literally like made me cry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so how do we know each other? I think it's a bit obvious. We know each other from Hollyoaks, basically. Yes, that's the one. But we we often speak about this. We don't know how we're best friends. No. Not like I I hated you. We got on well. <laughs> with, like we had the same dressing room. We got on well. Mm-hmm. But we weren't really close during the days of filming. I don't know how it happened. I think we just decided. I think... I don't know. I don't know. You came back to London. I was already back in London. Yeah. You came back to London. And I think there was just mutual understanding that we were just going to be best friends and we would just pretend like we'd always be best friends yeah. and not question it. But I, I don't, like, know when our first meet-up was. We went to Gay Pride together, didn't we? Oh, gosh, yeah, we was did. Was that our first meet-up? With Jamie. Oh, it was, yeah, like the first... But we acted like we were best mates before that. That's why it's just a sign. I think it was we were just texting be. and like... It was meant to be. Texting. We just, te- and just texted, we texted each other. And then we just met <laughs> up. And then, and then we did that. Um, that must so, be. Yeah, and now you're like my sister. Are. We have literally spoken about doing a podcast for ages. But yeah. have been too lazy, to be completely honest we're with drag- you. I think we've been dragging our feet out of fear as well. Do you know what you I know? think it was? I think 2018 was the year of like thinking about ideas but not doing it. And then 2019, <laughs> I feel like it's like the year of doing it. Like it's you like, have to get up. Yeah. And like I listen to podcasts every day. Oh my God, Daddy's just ran in, ran back into the room. Like, like oh, I'm back, bitches, I'm back. I'm back. Why are we starting without me? Yeah, we're here, we're here, we're ready. Um, I listen to podcasts pretty much every day of my life. And podcasts that maybe are a bit too much like celeb gossip and stuff mm. like that. So I was like, Cass, we need to start a podcast. And then Cassius had the great idea of what to start a podcast about. Um, and you did as well. Like it, it wasn't no, like, I think you can take credit for the idea. Okay. I was like, oh, we're going to start one, sort it out. And you were like, okay, I've got an idea. And yeah. that's how in, in between stages we're kind of created, I guess. Yeah, I think it's an important topic to talk about because I just think it's great for other creatives in the industry to not feel alone we can just share some of the things that go wrong some of the things that go right and this is what we've dedicated our life to yeah this constant in-between stage of working and we've got to learn to love it so. and, it, and it can feel I think sometimes very lonely yeah and I think that's kind of what we're aiming to be it's like the friend very lonely no, we're not, no. Oh, we're aiming, aiming, aiming to fucking be lonely. I'm aiming to be fucking lonely, so I just want to sit in a room and record podcasts and nobody listen. No, we are aiming to be, I think, the friend in your ear after you've had a bad audition. Or make a good you audition. feel, yeah, or a good, well, hopefully good auditions, but it'll make you feel less alone about how crappy it can be, but also celebrate the joys of it at times. Yeah. And, you know, we want you to be as much part of the conversation as we are, as our guests are. Absolutely. You know, if you've got stories, please send them to us. Please, just let's create community, guys. Yeah, I want that. I What's that want quote that. from me? I was like, I just want to bake cakes. around rainbows. I don't want to bake cakes. <laughs> Shit, Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, I'm, I'm only joking. I'm totally with you. And I hate the industry it's being a competition. I hate it feeling like we're all against each other. And that's what this podcast is fighting against. I just want to Yeah. So welcome. So welcome. Should welcome. we start with our first section? Let's do it. So tell me about your week, girl. Mm-hmm. So every week we are going to check in with each other and just see how our personal lives have been and how our professional lives have been because we should always separate the two. So Cass. Yes. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. 
I've set the bar very low for you. <clears throat> oh, great. Are you going to ask me the question then? Oh, I thought you were just going to do it yourself. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I'll in. interview question. you. Okay. Yes. How's your professional week been? Professional week. Um, It's been good, actually. It's been very busy. Nice. Lots of auditions and goodness and meetings, and that's been nice. Uh-huh. Um, Because, you know, I said this year I wanted things to be creatively busy, and I feel like that's how, yeah. It's been, it's been good. It's been busy, but a nice kind of busy. Nice. How's your personal? Well, my personal hasn't been as good because I think it's been taken up from the professional side. So busy. It's so busy. (laughs) When really I'm just there night watching Netflix. Um, (laughs) No, it hasn't been too eventful, but I did go to a concert with with the old famo. Went to a little concert. Oh, Elaine. We went to go and see um, Darnell Jones and John B, who were like old school. How is your mum like cooler than me? Because I have no idea who. It was like one of the best nights out we've had. It was me and my brother was there there as well. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Did your mum like dance and sing a lot? Yeah, she's like a little wiggle and a little two step with Josh doing a little yeah. Oh, oh, were they? Yeah, they were bumping and grinding. (laughs) And me and Oates were like, okay, two step over here. No, it was so much fun. It was really good. Cute. Yeah. So Jen, yeah. How was your person? I'll do do professional first. How was your professional week? Okay. Uh, uh, professional's been all right. Intro. Um, no, my my professional's been all right. It's kind of picking up. There's been a couple of self tapes, but oh, getting a bit over self tape. Yeah, it's hard with self tapes because you just, you're just taking a shot in the dark. You don't really know. Do you know how I honestly think it is? Oh. I don't think like right. I can act. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm an actor. <laughs> I can do it. I'm not the best at acting. Yes. Like, I don't think I'm going to blow people's minds away. So I like to go in and charm them <laughs> and then be like, look, I'm a really nice person. Hire me. No, I'm, but yes, that is part of it. Like, yeah, you can't get yourself with across. People. No, and it's really hard with those, like, two seconds because you'll be like, hey, I'm Jen <laughs> and I'm really fun and I have a dog. I like long walks on the beach. I just yeah. really like meeting people and I think that's, I'm really struggling with the self-tape vibe. You're a good people person as well. Yeah, I like it. I like yeah. the idea of going into audition. I like discussing the character. Like, in self-tapes, you can't be like oh try it this way she's like this mm, mm. you have to kind of I now do two if I can yeah because I want to show it two different ways because in the room you normally do it two different yeah ways. you get you get their feedback yeah so yeah no it's been all right it's picking up um okay well how has your personal uh, been okay so not good <laughs> no do you know what it's fine except from I have my hair cut oh yeah guys this I I'm the worst person at getting their hair cut. I can't do it. No matter who... Well, no. I've got one person. My okay. family friend, who's like my auntie, that I went to since I was two years old. You stick to what you know. I stick to what, But she lives like two, Far. three hours away. Yeah. For me to go is not mm. ideal. And she cut me a glorious fringe, guys. Glo- I will say it. It was glorious. Um, but she was looking at old cell tapes today. She's like, oh, my fringe looks fantastic. Great fringe moment. It so. was a great fringe moment because it was long on the sides, short in the middle. It could kind of be curtains, kind of be not. Yeah. It was just spectacular. It wasn't like a block. <laughs> and she got it right and she made it fit in my head. And I was like, right, cool. I just need to go get my hair trimmed. Mm. Just a trim. I literally went in there, sat down and was like, look, I want it exactly the same. Oh my gosh, you've got so much hair cut off. I've just realised... Sure, you bloody hair. <laughs> it's 
rub it I in. Just, it's all right. I know. So I just clocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, just do it. Just do it. No, to be fair, I was like, you can cut as much you want off the ends because it needs to go healthy. Yeah. My hair grows a lot, but I was like, just same style. Just take it shorter. She's cut my hair into what can be described as Lego hair. I've got like straight block fringe and then it just goes whoosh all the way down straight block I hate blunt, blunt haircuts unless you've got a bob yeah blunt haircuts oh my god they are for the win when you've got face. long hair yeah you need a feathered cut you need yeah. to blend blend hippie blend this is not hippie blend this is lego hair and I can't I need my hair to grow you can't look was like go back and get it fixed I was like unless she can pick up my hair off the floor <laughs> sew it together and sellotape it onto my head it's not going to happen. I now have to sit like this. Okay, so... So that's Jen's my professional. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my professional. That is my professional. Fuck going into... I hope I have any auditions next week. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Unless it's for the Lego movie, then I win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's our professional... <laughs> Do you know what? I think we should meet our guest. This week is practicing self-love in an industry that constantly says no. Mm. And there was one person in particular that sprung to mind to talk to us about this topic. Yes. So when we got our shit together and actually decided to put this podcast into action and not just be some idea in our head that we talk about every time we see each other, we needed to decide who our first guest was being. We both thought the same person mm-hmm. at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. There is nobody better than this girl to talk about self-love. She is our biggest cheerleader and someone who inspires us daily. She's an actor and queen of the theatre, working at the Arcola, Cockpit and the Park, and we're very sure that she's going to be on the Nationals Olivier very soon, as she has a voice born for the stage. Not just an actor. <laughs> she is a motivational speaker for all her nearest and dearest, a ray of sunshine that walks into every room, and the best drunk dancer you... <laughs> Will ever find. Yasmin Keaton, welcome to oh Imitating Stages. Thank you. Wow, that opening was Lovely. amazing. I'm so honoured, guys. Uh, so okay, guys, so I thought let's just talk, first of all, what does self love mean to you? Mm. What is self love? It's such a deep question which has so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. But I think in maybe the most simple form, it is taking care of yourself. Yeah. It's putting yourself first. First, nurturing yourself, giving yourself the chance to heal, the chance to grow in a safe space. Yes. Yeah. I think in the Being most secure in yourself, I yeah. think, isn't it? Being like loving yourself, being proud of yourself, mm-hmm. not letting that little voice that likes to come in win. And the voice kind, is going to come in. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we were saying, we started talking about the podcast earlier on today while we were eating lunch. And I had to we, yeah, we, naturally, <laughs> we naturally have these deep convos with Yaz. And we started to talk about things. We're like, no, wait, hold it. Wait for the podcast. But one of the things that popped up was that sometimes the way we speak to ourselves is really, really unkind. Mm-hmm. And we would not 100%. speak to our friends like that or yeah. have anyone speak to us like that. Mm-hmm. So why do we allow it? Why do we allow ourselves to speak to ourselves it's like almost- that? like a conditioning because it's probably you've been speaking to yourself in that kind of way for a long time yeah and it's then getting to a place where you find wisdom you're like actually no because I know what I think about myself yeah and what I feel about myself then comes back to me mm. in other forms why do life. you think we speak about ourselves like that why like where does it come from like what age when do we start deciding do you know what I'm gonna be a fucking bitch to myself <laughs> and I'm gonna tell myself that I'm not good enough, that I'm too big, I'm not likable. When does that happen? Because I feel like 
there is a shift as I don't know I say I was about to say especially with girls I don't know if it mm. actually is especially with girls but I think there is an earlier shift maybe with girls doing it to themselves and I don't know if that's anything to do with it's like pressure isn't it it's the pressure to be a certain kind of person to but look from a certain where kind of way. from our society unfortunately yeah. we have this expectation of ourselves from very young of what we're trying to look like what yeah. we're trying to be what we're sold in the media especially with social media so I think when you don't align yourself to what people are trying to tell you is beautiful or people are trying to tell you is intelligent or successful you feel you fall short mm. so that's where that voice can sometimes then find its confidence to be so loud because you believe in the same shit that's been sold to you yeah you almost yeah. have to try and step away from that and go i don't need to be validated to know that i'm beautiful i don't need to be validated to know that i am successful and that's part of the self-love, not yeah. looking to someone to give you that um, stamp of approval. So then yeah. how, yeah, so then from jumping on from that, how do you tackle that when you work in this industry, when there is no set nine to five that you're working and this is the life that you're you're dedicating yourself mm-hmm. to? It's a big industry for it, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's, it's one that we constantly have to look at ourselves. We have to look at pictures of ourselves, have to look at videos of ourselves, have to like... Mm-hmm. And if you're not working, you feel unsuccessful. If you're not working, you feel like, oh, I'm not good enough uh-huh. because yeah. you attach your worth to your work. And if I'm not bagging jobs, then I'm not a good actor, but then, then I'm not a good performer. Yeah. That's, that's part of the problem, attaching mm. your happiness mm. to your career. Yeah. Or attaching your happiness to a person, to a relationship, to any relationship yeah. in your life. Because true happiness is within. Once you find that inner peace, once you find a place where you know you're loved, you know what you deserve, mm. you know what you will tolerate, what you won't tolerate, everything else will then come to you yeah. at the right time. But don't you so, find that as well? Like when you mm-hmm. are practicing self-love and when you feel confident in yourself yeah. and when you're oozing that, I feel like it does have a ripple effect and things yeah. do start coming. And it's yeah. really weird like how we prevent that from happening. But it's so interesting that as soon as you do, like... Whether it's being like, do you know what? I feel really good about myself this week. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. rocking it. Something, you can see it in people. And I think when you see it in an actor, especially when you're walking into a room and you love yourself, mm. then you're mm-hmm. not walking in like this nervous wreck and like, ah, oh, no, it's like you know me. you've got a job to do. If you're sent an audition, you make of that script the best version or the best kind of vision or reading of yeah. that script that you will then make. Yeah. So when you have the confidence in yourself to go, you know what? I am talented at what I do. This is my version. This is my take on this piece. Mm. I'm going to go in there and give my version. And whatever happens, happens. But I know I went in there mm. and did my best. I was my best version mm. of myself. Then you can walk out being like, whatever happens... I've done my best. I did my best. It's such like a, something you say when you're, when you're young. Like, just do your best, do your best. Yeah, but yeah. actually, it plays a massive role. Because if you do do your best... Do do. If you do do your <laughs> best, then... Really, you've got nothing to argue with. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you've got nothing to feel... You've got no regret because you can't be like, oh, I wish I did that. I wish, oh, I should have, mm. should have done this. If you went, no, you know what? I went in there at my personal best. I done all the prep I could have, should have done. And I went in there. I had a good time and I enjoyed it. Because mm. really, if you haven't been working in, in a little while, an, an audition is actually an opportunity for you to act. It's mm. an have an audience. Yeah, it's yeah. another chance yeah, for you to have, some, to have a bit of fun. And the moment for me when I started enjoying auditions and not seeing it as a place where I had to prove myself or prove that I was good enough or show mm. I can be good, I can act, I yeah. promise, I promise. As soon as I thought, like, you know what, 
just enjoy it. Yeah. That's when I started getting recalls. That's when I started mm. actually getting jobs mm. because it brought back the fun again. It didn't feel like a test or like an mm. exam. Because yeah. you found your peace with it. Yeah. You were like, I know I can do this. I don't need someone mm. to tell me you can do this. Yeah. That's a bonus when people go, you're good. That yeah, should be yeah, a bonus. Yeah, yeah, should yeah. be what you're trying to seek when you do it. You do it for the love of the craft. Exactly. The love of the art. You don't do it to get that approval from someone. Mm. So when you find that place and you go into that audition and you have fun, like you said, mm. then it doesn't then become about getting the job. It becomes about if the job is right for me and exactly. they like me for who I am. Because yeah. you then... You showed your real self there. Yeah. You were open, you were honest, yeah. you were brave. But most importantly, you came from a place of truth, yes. a place yes. of peace. So if they do choose you, they're choosing you. Mm. Not a version that yes. you created to try and appease someone. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, and you're yeah. like truth to the character. Because I think yeah. there can be so much pressure. Like you find an audition, I get this every single time I have an audition. I'm like, I have to get the job. I have to do it. I yeah. have to prove to my agents I'm good enough. I have to prove to myself I'm good enough. And actually when you go in and you love a character i think it's more easier to do it when you absolutely love a character and you love the plot yeah. and you've yeah, made that, a character that's true you go in and you show that and when you don't get it you're like do you know what i'm all right because that was my version and you clearly and half the time eight times out of ten probably you watch it and you go oh that's a completely different take yeah so mm -hmm. actually that makes me feel better it's such a deep topic yeah yeah, that yeah. It goes off into different trains of thoughts because as you were saying that it brought me back to a place where when I first left drama school I started off not being able, I didn't first of all when I first left drama school I didn't find inner peace I didn't have inner peace I didn't know what it meant for myself yeah I thought I did know what it meant but yeah. it didn't really you come had to a fruition. very big journey yeah like at that stage of my life, I was very insecure. I was very um, dependent on validation. I was mm. very dependent on people telling me I was good mm. or just feeling like constantly that like I needed to have that in my life, mm. in every aspect of my life as well. But what I think really helped propel me into a different mindset was seeing other people having different journeys around me in terms of career. And I went, so what are you gonna do, Yasmin? Because that's not you. Are you going to give up? Mm. No, I'm not going to give up. So that means you're in this for the long haul. Yeah. yeah. If you're in it for the long haul, that means you know you can do it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. if you know you can do it, that means you know you're talented. It's true. When it's, when it's my time, it's my time. That's never going to change. Yeah. And when I started to realise that, it made it so much easier moving forward. Yeah. I still had work to do in other areas, but just that one realisation of, my journey is not going to be like anybody else's. No, and that's okay. okay. Yeah. That's fun. Does, that does not mean I'm not going to be successful. That does not mean I'm never going to be able to play the parts or do the things I want to do. My plan is already mapped out for me. That's what I believe anyway. I, I'm a uh, yeah. big believer in faith. Yes. I'm here because I'm meant to be here because I can do it. And when the time is right, it will happen. Yeah. In the meantime, agree. it's finding happiness within myself so I'm not constantly thinking about, oh my mm. God, when is it going to happen? Yeah. It better happen tomorrow or else I'm going to... Yeah, no. Should I be miserable in the meantime? No. That, that, life is too beautiful. It's too short to, to live in that mindset of, I need to wait for something to happen. And have that one focus. Yeah, you can't. Life is... And we are more than actors. We are yeah. more than... We are so multifaceted. There's so much about us. There is so much depth and growth and everything. We can't just be defined by our career. Absolutely. Otherwise, what kind of existence is that? There's Absolutely. so much more than that. 
Yeah. So I mean, no, that's no, just really. one part of you. So who's the rest Why of you? Why let that validate all of you? Yeah. That and that that yeah. for me has been another thing of finding who I am outside of acting. So important. Because so important. when I was younger, for me, acting was the thing that literally just kept me going. It mm. like really helped me in a time where I didn't like who I was. So I yeah. enjoyed being able to play people who weren't me. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. have to be Cassius. Yeah. And then if if that's the place where that's your source of happiness for a long time, mm. you then begin to associate that work with happiness. So if I'm not doing that, I'm not happy. Mm. I'm not doing that, I'm not happy, yeah. I'm not happy. So then it became, oh, okay, so when I'm not acting, I'm not happy. But then when I am acting, I'm so riddled with self-doubt and all this kind of, all of this pressure, then I'm still not happy. So it's mm. like, well, who who am I then? When am I happy? What makes me happy? And then as soon as I'm kind of searching for acting as, as that, that form of validation, then it becomes, it loses what it once was for me. Because yeah. it was that place where I could just be free and enjoy myself. But when I'm literally holding on to something so tight, yeah. it ruins it. Yeah. yeah. So even like, when you get the job, that that then, never is yeah. good enough either. Yeah. Because it's like, like, oh, oh no, I'm not good enough. Well, I'm this happened to, to me. Yeah. Now I'm gonna hate hate it. This like, was me in Canada. Yeah. I was so I was so nervous. My first time in Canada, I was filming for a series of unfortunate events, and it was the best experience. It was so so good. But I was so nervous and so scared. And because I because I was like, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I haven't been here long enough, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, won't and you start you yeah. get so mm-hmm. lost in your thoughts. But then this goes back to something you said earlier because deep, 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 deep down, you know you can do it. Mm, because of be here. deeper than the self doubt, yeah. you know, that is the fundamental belief that I have that I can do it, otherwise I wouldn't still be here. Mm. So it's just knocking through that mm, barrier of yeah. self doubt and fear and going, you know what, to my core, the first thing I believe that I build all my beliefs on is that I'm worthy and I can do it. So it's yeah. just going back to the source. Yeah. So true. And you see, when you align yourself with that feeling and that belief you can then walk into that Absolutely. audition or yeah. that part yeah. and go actually i'm meant to be here yeah because i'm here so mm. this is good for me i was meant to be here this is positive yeah. i can do this then you have those thoughts as opposed to having thoughts of insecurities mm. because you've already aligned yourself with that happiness mm. and that peace within you you can then move forward in any facet of your life mm. and then you're meant to be there yeah. you're meant to receive that blessing and I always say faith activates blessing. Like if you find that peace within yourself, it will activate the blessings Law that of already isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. store for you. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I, I want to take it back. Yeah, I want to go back to little Yasmin. We dove in deep. Oh and she takes a single oh my God, yes. I'm ready. Like, What's up, love? And we literally dove in, dove, dived, dove. I don't know. We went in very deep straight away, and I want to take it back a little bit. I want to know yes. your backstory. So tell me, my backstory. Little Yasmin, did she always want to be an actor? Do you know what? From the age <laughs> of like <laughs> eleven, so year six, yeah. Because for me, acting was a and escapism okay massively from my home life and it allowed me to play mm. actually that was how i fell in love with the craft because it allowed me to play and was that in like I classes be, at school yeah like, so okay. i started off at like drama clubs and classes and stuff and you're just very silly in drama you can do silly things you can expand yourself you play all these weird and wonderful characters and you're like oh Mm. I love this. I'm being free. I'm playing. Yes. That element of play I just loved about drama. So I was like, I like it and I think I'm all right at it. So I might pursue this as a career. Did someone tell you or was it yourself that told yourself that you were good? So at first it was about playing and then as I started to do drama at school, at secondary school and like clubs and stuff, I'd get comments like, you know, you're really good at this. Like you should pursue this. And I was like, oh, Oh. 
maybe I can do this. Yeah. Maybe yeah. So it was that kind of um, belief from others. Yeah. From teachers and tutors and stuff that helped me to have the confidence to move forward. But actually, if I was being really honest, when it came to like um, sixth form and applying for unis and stuff, I was dead set on studying psychology or a law degree. Oh, wow. And I saw... Oh, my God, that makes so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw um, acting as something I would always be able to do. Yeah. I thought, okay, let me go and study something else, get that degree, and that could be my backup, and then um, I Your can just try and pursue... Your backup is a law degree, could you imagine? My backup would be the law degree. <laughs> she could spend six years doing a But I'd pursue acting, but I'd have that backup career. And then what a great backup. I know. Just just technical <laughs> law degree. Money, yeah. Yeah. That's plan B. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know what happened, actually. I'm trying to think. There was an incident, I think it was in a drama class, there was this guy doing a speech and the um, teacher we had at the time had gone to drama school and he was like, you'd never be able to do this at drama school. Oh. When you go there, you focus on your craft, you were training, it's serious, all of this. And I was like, if I like it and I want to do it, maybe I should have a go. Mm-hmm. And then I started researching about it and the process and all the different schools and stuff. And that's how I kind of fell into a new path of pursuing a career and then decided to take training and apply for stuff. What was the people's reaction around you to it? Oh, my family were like, you're being silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're being so silly. Like, anything performance-driven is not a serious career to them. Because for them, Very it's like, oh, what will make yeah. you money? And I, I understand where that comes from. It's like, we want you to be happy. We want you to be stable. Protective side, isn't it? But it yeah. comes out in a long manner. Yeah, it's just very like, um, what will you do with an acting degree? For me, it wasn't the degree, it was the training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what they didn't understand. It wasn't about it was, what you get in I the was end. that passionate about this craft and this career that I just wanted to train. It wasn't about Studying. getting a piece of paper that said, you've got a BA in this. Yeah. It wasn't about that. It was about having the space to play. Yeah, because casting yeah. directors aren't... I want to spend more time being animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing animal studies. I never, got to, so I never went to drama school, yeah. and you and Jen did, so... What, that's how we knew each other. You just yeah, got to be animals, just walk around like a bear. Mate, there was one class, like, there was, like, <laughs> two hours every, like, day of animals. Not every day. Like, it was, I like, see for two a hours. Hour. Yeah, two, two, two hour classes. It was... Do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Animal studies is one of the things I use the most, and I, I like, I'm like, oh, I cringe. It. I'm such a wanky actor, but no. like, there is something about I don't know. I think everyone's a different learner, aren't they? And I just I fucking love animals, so I didn't I pretend to be a mouse. I can, I can <laughs> pretend to be a mouse. <laughs> but I think the concept behind a lot of the exercises we did was about playing. Mm. Was about letting go of inhibitions. Mm. That whole training taught us that. God, you fucking else. lose it the first year you come out, though, you don't you? You couldn't. Um, you lo- You go back to that self-conscious like when you come out <coughs> i think because maybe you play so much that mm. then you come out and you're suddenly like oh it's not so much like about classes it's like going mm. in and having 15 minutes in a room and it's that's not playful that's serious mm. you lose that maybe and that's why you've got to refine that in your own time maybe yeah it's the experience in drama school and out of drama school is very different because i think in drama school i still didn't love myself so the experience i had was still limited in terms of I was always searching for validation from tutors. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, like, I was still, yeah, I was still even though it was in a different way, it wasn't from like boys at school, at secondary school, it just manifested itself into now I'm in this environment where I'm being taught by these group of tutors, so I'm now seeking validation from them. Yeah. So then when I came out, 
I was like, well, because I've not done the work on myself. That's why I'm always going to go into any situation and still be looking for I'm putting validation. it onto somebody. Yeah. No matter where I go. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Can so, you counter that? Or can you counter it? Or is it just being aware? I can say I'm in a much better place now than I was three years ago, six years ago, because I've realised I can't give anybody else or anything the responsibility of my own happiness. Mm. Your happiness is your responsibility. Yeah. Your healing is your responsibility. Once you take ownership of that, you start to go, you have to, you have. You start to go in yourself, mm. you check yourself, what is going on? And I think one of the biggest things, like we were saying earlier, you have to learn to forgive yourself. So whatever you have said to yourself, whatever you have done that you've regretted, let it go. That's yeah. the, I'd say that is the first rule of self-love let go of the past you did it it's done yeah because you can can't you you can just manifest like that little thing like even like little things like that aren't Mm. even that deep it's like why did i say that that why did i say it like that why did my voice change when i say why did my like and you just suddenly create it till it's not even the same thing yeah Yeah. it's so true that was me in an audition literally the other day you do it you do it every all the time let it go what was the main obviously like that the backstory of going to drama school, looking mm. for validation with things, mm. to the tutors, then coming out and looking for validation maybe with agents, casting directors, mm. putting it always onto someone. That's the background causes, so mm. to say. Yeah. Was there a trigger where you had to say, no, shut up, look in the mirror, <laughs> I need to fucking change? Was there a trigger cause? Was there an event that changed? I think the event was coming out of drama school because it was such a shock. Because okay. it didn't go the way I thought it would go. How did you think this... How did you think it would happen? I thought I'd come out and it would be like, I'd be working. (laughs) And that's what everyone hopes for. You want to come out, you want to be working. Because that's what you've been training three years to do. So when you're like, I'm here now, I'm ready. (laughs) That's a good energy to come out with. You don't want to come out and go, I'm not going to work. Like, you're (laughs) you're you're raring to go. Because you've been away for three years, honing in on your craft. You're coming out and going, I'm ready with you. I'm here. And then you're like, I'm here, and ain't nobody really <laughs> calling you. Ain't nobody <laughs> <doing that. laughs> where you you're at like, now? Where oh you at? shit! Okay. Um, it's so like those times when you buy like the best dress and you go to the party and the person that you want at the party's not there. That sort of feeling where you're like, this is a fucking waste. <laughs> you, get, you get there too early and no one else yeah. is there. Yet, or like the like, days you do the makeup like perfect and you're like, I'm not no going anywhere. <laughs> Let me go to Sainsbury. Yeah, you're like so ready and then nobody yes. there checking for you. It's like, no, yes. not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I think it was a process. Okay. So when stuff didn't, happened the way I wanted it to happen I was like oh shit if anything I got worse before I got better because I I definitely battled with depression mm. I'd been battling with depression I didn't know of it really for a long time yeah. since I was a teenager but um coming towards the end of drama school coming out and I had to move back to my mum's house for a period of time that really triggered me back into a place of darkness really mm. i just felt really shit mm-hmm. i didn't feel like i was worth anything i didn't know what i was doing i was like i was floating i didn't know where i was going that's the that's, only image very, i can it's describe two very like extreme like circumstances going yeah. out being surrounded by all your mates like yeah. being very sociable seeing everyone every day yeah and then going back to your family home but you're a completely different person it's like you're yeah. putting you're an outsider looking in you're kind of mm. having an out-of-body experience i can imagine well, there were so many changes mm. around that period of time and so it got worse before it got better but it got better because i was like no i'm better than this something mm. in me was like you've you've got too much fire in there 
and it was about working on how to release that passion and that positive energy yeah. and all of that and it took a, it was a process I first started realizing that my journey is not like anyone else's journey I have to accept that everyone has to accept mm. that your life is different yes. and that's a beautiful thing difference is good yeah everyone's so hyped up and trying to be the same no be you there's yeah. so much beauty in your existence oh there's nobody like you there will be nobody like you after this there was nobody like you before for a reason yeah mm. the energy you bring is unique so know that yeah and be comfortable with that mm. do you know what i mean it's, 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 like it's accepting it's, honestly it's accepting that beauty within yourself yeah. and your life experience do you think it's hard anyway yeah. to, to practice self-love whatever industry you're in mm. whatever yeah. you're doing it's hard it's, it, and it's an ongoing journey it's not going to be something that you tackle it once and you're great yourself for life. It's, yeah. You're constantly it's having to learn as you grow. Check yourself. But it, yeah. it gets better. Of course. It's a process. It's a marathon, basically. Like, the more you practice it, and, like, for me, practicing it is saying, I believe I deserve these things. Mm. So yes. they're coming. Mm. So I have faith. I can't see it right now. Mm -hmm. I know it's difficult because I can't see it. But you trust it. But I trust it. Yeah. Because I'm here. Mm. And, I, and I deserve these things. Yeah. It's once you start finding ways of practicing practicing self-love it gets better it gets i think the easier. quicker you can recognize when you're about to take that spiral yeah. of going yeah. and going well let me stalk every single person that got the role that i didn't mm -hmm. let me tell myself why i'm not good enough yeah. let me just think about every other job i should do yeah. but i can't yeah. think of something i think it yeah the more you practice it, yeah. it is it's training that muscle to go oh let's just let's remind myself I'm good. but is it harder in this industry to practice self-love do you mm. think i think it's a very hard industry because you bring yourself to your career like yeah. all of yourself you're you have to be open you have to be vulnerable so you bring yourself into the audition room yeah you don't hide behind anything it's your take on it yeah so everything feels personal yeah that's you very know true. it feels personal it feels like i don't like you i don't like what you've done with it mm. you don't look right for it. It, it feels very personal because it's coming from you not that other industries you're not it's not coming from a truth within you but i think with the creative industries it's your version on this piece of art yes it feels yeah. like a personal it's attack. a personal attack so when true, someone doesn't like it, yeah. it or when someone doesn't understand what you're trying to say or what you're trying to bring to it it feels like a personal attack to you so i think that's why it's a bit harder but again i always say i'm trying to practice myself even today mm. you have to be able to associate yourself away from your career who are you? Trust that you you are here. You're still doing it. You said you're going to do it. Give over to that. Mm. But in the meantime, what else makes you happy? Yes. Yeah. Go to the beach. Go on that holiday. Do a podcast. Why not? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, do do what makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. Go read that book. Go on that date. Whatever makes you feel good. Do it. Tap into that. Yeah. Because that's that's where it is. I think that's, that's such a good that... point as well of saying like distancing yourself from your professional and your personal. Because I I think that mm. I, I say it to a lot of people. I think we put on an ego, don't we? We're walking. Around. You have to to a certain mm. extent. But sometimes I don't. What do you I, mean an ego? I this is the way I fucking deal with it mm. when I'm having a good day. Do you have when a I'm name? Having... Do you have a name for your ego? My name is different. It's not my name. <laughs> my, my stage name isn't my name name. Yeah. And it, if ever it oh, is my yes. name, like it's my middle name. Like it's not like it's not my name, it's on my passport and stuff. I have a, I feel like Jennifer Brooke yeah. and Jennifer Holden is two completely okay. different oh, worlds. Yeah, yeah. Me as me, like mm. talking to my mates and stuff. You as Jen. That's Jen. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never walk in a room. I'm Jen. Yeah. I'm Jen Brooke. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's like that whole um, 
Sasha Fierce, Beyonce. Yeah. When I heard that she did that, that I was like, oh my God, that needs to be me. Because that's the only way I can deal with it. Because it's such an exposing thing to walk in a room and be like, I'm your perfect person. You have found her. Stop your search. I think that can be part of the problem if you want to go in and be like, I'm perfect. Yes. Because actually, it's not about that. You are enough. Yeah. You don't have to prove to anybody yeah. I'm perfect for this. If you are right for this part, you get it. True. If and there are right, so many factors that go into the exactly. way you not just because you can act as mm. what the rest of your family looks like in mm-hmm. that thing, where they want to set it. There's loads of mm. other things that go into whether you get a role or not, then it just being whether you're a good actor or yes. not. Mm. There's other things yes. they have to they have to take into consideration. Yeah. Mm. I was thinking about what you said, Jen, about attaching oh, okay, I'm I can I can do this role or I'm perfect for this role. I think that's fine to some extent if you attach that onto Jennifer Brooke but you don't attach it onto Jennifer Holden. Do you know what I mean? Or you don't Yeah, and that's the Jen. hard bit when you different when you come home and you try and do that well, after the audition. Yeah, because mm. when when do you leave it? Because I now am learning to leave things in doorways. When I walk in through that doorway, I leave Cassius insecurities, I'm a good enough behind, and I go into okay, let's just have fun. Mm. Then when I leave the doorway again, I'm like, okay, that audition's done. Yeah. I'll put my headphones in, I'll play like some music that completely counteracts my mood or counteracts what happened what was happening in that scene. Because I have to leave what happened in that room in that room. Otherwise, I'll bring it home. Me, you know what I overthink? I'll overthink. You send me a text with a full stop. It's all over. It's done. You know, if there's a comma where it shouldn't be, I'm like, whoa, she got you're mad. You're taking, yeah, you're, you're taking a breath. So I will overthink. I will overthink anything. So I have to leave things in that in doorways. Otherwise, it's all over. I'll just I'll May, go spiral. Yeah. And that I think that is like because we're coming out of drama school as well. Because you get feedback on everything. Maybe yeah, the yeah, days yeah. of my very first audition, I would call my agent two days afterwards and go. What's the feedback from the casting no, director? Did you do that? Oh my god, they laughed at me. Like, and I was so desperate to know what other people were thinking, yeah. rather than just being like. Psh, psh. Sometimes it's good yeah. though, because sometimes you need that just to help you learn and, and grow. Yeah. But other times, I think it can be counteractive. Yeah, like if my accent's not good enough, tell me so I can work on it. Like yeah. things like that. But like asking mm. why I didn't get it. And then if, yeah, it, 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 it that might be like, self-destructive. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, but just because I feel as though. You've done your part. Mm. Yeah. Let everything else, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, do its part. Mm. Do you see yeah. what I mean? Like, I believe in God, so I just think, I do my part, God do God the rest. Really start, yeah. All I can do is go through that script, do my best with it, that's my approach to it, go in, and when I leave, if it's for me, it will happen. What's for you will not pass you by. Okay, I have a question. Yes. So, <laughs> question number one. Yes. So let's say... It's all well and good saying this because I can say this and I'm great at giving advice, but I'm mm. awful at taking oh, notice. Oh, yes. Awful. Same, same, same. So there's those days when sometimes it just gets to you. Sometimes you can't pull apart the audition room or the self-doubt from you. It just gets too much. What do you do on the days where you've had an audition or you haven't had an audition in months or you haven't mm. worked in ages and there's that one day that it's just all got to you? What do you do on that day? You're already amongst it. You can't stop it before it's come. Yeah. It's here. So there was a period of time <coughs> I didn't work for like, I think a year. Yeah. I didn't work for a year. I wasn't getting many auditions in. And when I was getting the auditions, I wasn't getting them. For me, again, it was about knowing. It's about practice. It's, it's hard. It's a process. It's yeah. not an overnight thing. But it's even in the midst of all this confusion and frustration, mm. you have to somehow go, but I know it's going to happen because I'm still here mm. and I'm still in love with this and I still want to do it. 
that's got to count for something. Mm. This can't all have been for nothing. Yes. Like, it's almost reminding yourself. And you know what really helps, if I'm being so honest, is having really good energy in my life. Mm. I thank God every day for my friends and family. I have some of the best networks around me. Being able to pick up the phone and say, listen, do you want to meet for a drink? Yeah. Mm. That for me is happiness. That yeah. for me is being able to yeah. go and find my peace again. So you need to be able to find things that when you are in a funk, they can take you out. Bring you right back to where you need mm. to be. Yeah. So when so you're true. feeling a bit shitty, you call someone up and you say, "Listen, I'm just feeling like crap today. Like, yes. what are you doing?" If you're somebody who likes, for me, I love the gym. So it's like going there, I release the certain energy. Yeah. I'm doing something for me instantly. Do Getting you know what I mean? out like, of yourself. Yeah. Isn't it? It's anything that gets out of yourself, taking yourself away. From yeah. sitting in your room with yourself because that is the most damaging of times. Yeah, because worry in its form is such a wasted emotion because you can't do anything about that audition. You've left now. Yeah. So when you sit and you play over it, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah, it's not going to change Because that's not going to change what you did, how you did it, when you did it. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? So all you can do now is go, if there's things I need to learn from that experience, I learn from it and then you forgive yourself and let it go mm. feel like you made a mistake forgive yourself yeah it's about being kind isn't yeah, it yeah like about being kind if you feel like actually i did my best rejoice in that go you know what i'm proud of myself i did my best whatever happens i know i did myself justice yeah yeah do you see what i mean yeah. it's it's about being kind to yourself about having different ways of getting back to that place of happiness whether it's contacting people and socializing mm. i like to socialize so for me that's a very good way of do you think that's a, a form of self-love as well is allowing yourself yes. to go out and socialize and oh, allowing yourself to have those free it moments. depends because some people can be destructive yes true socializing for me i feel like i'm socializing in my true form when i socialize some yeah. people are acting when they socialize yeah so but then i think they're socializing to... with the wrong energies yeah and wrong friends because you should just be allowed to be yourself yeah do you know what i mean 100%. but then i guess you have to know that within yourself first yes that's yeah. part of the which comes back to the practicing it yeah, <laughs> yeah practicing it but things you can do for yourself like i said i love the gym so for me if i'm feeling shit you'll go to class yeah and it's something that's released because it's a physical exercise i like using my body physically mm. so even if okay. it's dance that's why i love dancing mm. like I go on nights out and you'll find me on the dance floor. Every you single if, time. Literally, there pole, like, that's... if there's a curtain, <laughs> you will find a way to slide down a higher the level <laughs> to showcase what she can do. She kills me. She kills me. I'm actually, do you know what I'm actually going to do? It's the day that your this episode is released, I am literally going to post a video of Yasmin. <laughs> Just oh, so no, you know no. what I'm talking about. It's amazing. Like, can't no, even tell no, you. No, no, no. And like, anytime <laughs> I'm drunk, I always think I can dance as well as her like <laughs> trying to twerk my mom and I'm just like no Jen I can't just does like jazz hand moves I do I'm like, dancing, like into my hands just like <laughs> oh my but god honestly that gives me so much joy oh, I think god, it's, yeah. it's about finding things that just give you so much pleasure that you can do mm. that you can get up and do today it's those kind of things so if you like reading a book go off somewhere read it. a book go to the park or whatever it is little things big thing for me is travelling as well it doesn't have to be like abroad. Okay. Literally, something happens when I get on a bus, put my headphones in. Go to Sainsbury's. You know, like a long bus journey or a yeah. long train journey. Yeah. Oh my God. Mate, I love the train. It's so good for my soul. Yeah. I just feel like I'm, it's traveling. It's getting yeah. away from where I was or that energy. 
I'm moving forward. It's like a, the movement you of the train and the bus. Yeah, that gives me like a release. <laughs> I've just got this image of like Yasmin riding buses up and down. I'm like, I'm like, I'm Brixton. Just like, no, you, I'm I'm honestly, you joke, but I love a long bus ride or a long um, train journey. Do you know yeah. what else? It's something about movement. I yeah, I'm with you. because So I had an audition the other day and I'm going to say two things. First thing, actually, I'm going to backtrack. So you were saying when you when you do your best, you can't be angry at yourself because no. you've done your best. But sometimes I have to hold my hands up and go, you know what, Cassius, you didn't do your best there. You didn't do enough preparation. Yeah. You got to be honest. Then it, then you got to be kind to yourself and go, okay, let's not be negative about that and beat ourselves up. It's done now. Forgive mm, yourself. Be yeah, kind. But now what can I learn? Okay, so next time I need to be I need to prepare more. Or I need to do this. And this is what happened in an audition the other day. So I didn't do enough preparation and mm-hmm. I hold my hands up and that's why in the room I was stuck. Because I didn't do the work I should have done. Yeah. But then afterwards, I I wasn't that far away from home. I'm just going to walk it out. And I first of all, I just walked in silence. And then I put in good old Oprah Winfrey. And yeah. I was just listening, just oh. listen to some inspirational talking or people who have been in the same position as you. Because you need to counteract it. And you also need to allow yourself a bit of time to indulge in that. Yeah. Because you've got... Yeah, and it's it's like, I think that's important, allowing Absolutely. yourself that time. And it helped massively. Yeah. Yeah. And it was such a good feeling to know... I had got myself out of this pit without staying in it too long or staying in it for mm. days. I just walked it out. I took some time. I assessed what had happened and I went, okay, okay, bitch. Okay. Yeah. We'll move on to the next thing. And it was, it's a really nice feeling. And, it, and the that movement shows goes, hey, so much growth within yeah. yourself. If you can realise actually, yeah, I can do better in this mm. form or in this way. And you let it go. And you found something that gave you self-love. You took care of yourself in that moment. When it when it was really when you hard to yeah because yeah. all or everything like all the odds were against me in that moment because yeah. I hadn't done my best yeah. I hadn't brought my best self so I didn't even have that to argue with myself yeah because I had so I think part of self love is accepting your faults hundred percent and that was a moment where I was like you messed up. But you, you, you messed but up. You, you but you knew that. Yeah, so that's, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the self-love to go, but I know I can do better, so it's fine. Yeah. I forgive myself. Yeah, rather you know than the quality you can let it get manifest yeah, you know. and tell yourself off every single day. Because so, that's where your strength is. Yeah. When you have self-love, when you can tap into it, when you can tap into inner peace and happiness, that is the biggest strength that you'll own. Those times when you won't allow yourself to be treated badly by mm. people or by a thing, and you go, you know what, actually... I had the audition or I had that job or I haven't had a job. I haven't had a job in ages, but I know one's coming because I know I'm worthy of it because I know I can do it. Yeah. 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 You believe in yourself, you believe in your talent, you believe in your worth. And that stems from you, not from something external or validating your worth. Yeah, because you found it within yourself because you you value yourself, you know you're worthy, you know you're deserving. Mm. Yeah. You can always tap into it. So no matter what life throws at you, Mm -hmm. as long as you have that centre, you can always find your way back, whether it's through having that walk, Mm. listening to Oprah, whether it's through dancing, whether it's through calling a beautiful friend to come around and have Mm -hmm. a drink, whatever it is, you will always be able to find yourself back to that centre. Or taking time. Like, sometimes you you need to allow yourself to be home and to rest. Yes, And to take that alone time. Mm -hmm. To find yourself again. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that is having a pampering day. And it, self-love it, too. It, yeah, it oh, can be putting on a face mask, wash your hair, yeah. put on fresh sheets on a bed. Oh, fresh sheets. Oh, 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 my goodness. And do you know what? That's my 
love things. Oh, I fell in love with candles recently. <laughs> ah, yeah. I love it. Honestly, it. it's... AKA Yankee when Candle you... sponsor us. <laughs> Please. Like, how many candles? We have got one, two, three. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jen, it's the queen of candles. Six candles on in the it tiniest of lounges right now. But that's that that also mood. a form of self-love. Like, if mm. you go in your room, you put your candles on, you've had a bath, you've had a shower, whatever, and you're just chilling, and you just feel like... I feel like that's you like what you need to find out. Yes, yeah. your hair is feeling yeah. good. Everything <laughs> is <laughs> cream your elbows, ankles aren't. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see why we love Yaz? Do you see why? Oh, I love you girls. I honestly, feel like I don't care anything right now. I'm like, and I really hope you, you do. Well. Well. Honestly, I, if there's anything I want anyone to know from whoever is listening to this. You have the strength. Everyone's listening. You have the, you, you've always had the strength. <laughs> mm. Just tap into it. You've always had the strength to heal yourself, to love yourself, to find your worth, to find what you deserve, to find your passion, your dreams, your desires. You've always had it in you. Yeah. It's there. You just have to tap into it. Oh, I that's, think that's a good advice. place. There's no better place to end on this than that. Take a break. We've got yeah. more coming up. See you in a bit. moment and proudest accomplishments. So let's start with worst audition. Go around and all we'll say our worst one, yeah? Yeah. Okay. okay, who wants to go first? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> your worst audition? I'm gonna set it off, the bar's quite low here, girls, so you know, your, your, your stories will be fine because this isn't a great one. But my worst audition, so, <laughs> hmm, okay, where should we start? I am, na- anyone who knows me, I'm naturally a very, very awkward person. Like, especially when we first meet, like I'm very awkward. I kind of, I don't mean not to say, I say things and I mess up. And I remember this one audition in particular where as soon as I walked into the room, so I had these papers they'd asked me to fill out before and just sign, you know, like confidential papers or something. And um, I walked into the room, she put her hand out to collect the papers and I put my hand out to shake her hand. So I was going in for a handshake and she was going in for the papers. (laughs) I put my papers were in the way, so I kept moving my papers. Oh God. And her hand was moving down and I was like, why are these papers in the way? And I kept like moving the paper closer to the floor while trying to shake her hand. So it didn't start off well. And then I'm in the audition room now and I, Okay, so I can read, right? <laughs> I can read, girls. I can read. But sometimes I struggle. Like, sometimes the I, sight reading... Sometimes I can't read. Sometimes I just can't. Yeah. Like, sight reading is really not the one. And sight reading is when you just have to read something for the first time. And you as a character, it. you haven't reading. seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Like, sometimes the letters switch over. I read the same line once or twice. Like, I just... It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of an issue. But I don't want to go in there being like, guys, sometimes I can't read. So I just kind of, I'm going to wing it. So I'm in there. It was a theatre audition and I hadn't learnt the lines beforehand because they had asked me not to, mm-hmm. which is tricky for me to not learn something before because that's when I start slipping up. So I'm in the audition room now and I hate looking at the paper. I hate, I just want to keep, keep eye contact with someone. Oh God. So I was so like in it, in the moment, in the character. <laughs> I was saying things that weren't on the paper and she stopped me and went, um, no, excuse me, you're not saying a single word that's on the paper. And I was oh, like, God. oh, yeah, sure, should go again. And it kept happening. And the worst thing was the writer was in the room as well. Uh, so I wasn't even doing the writer justice by saying the lines. words. Yeah, yeah, right? A mind share. So yeah, it just, it's not really a funny audition. It's just very awkward. And just, yeah, like my, my awkward state mixed with all the other circumstances that just weren't great. Yeah, and afterwards, they sent a message to my agent and was like, um, we thought she was great, but, you know, she just needs to work on her 
like presence in the room and that kind of thing. And I was like, okay, great. But I think that's quite nice that they said that afterwards. That means they sh- they, they saw something. Mm. They wanted to let you know, like, by the way. Well, I hope it. I hope. Yeah, I hope it was coming from a genuine good place of making me uh, want to be better or not. Self-love. Self-love. Yeah. Self-love. Yeah. Self-love. Thank you. Yeah, You've got to stop me my track. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes Lynn. Oh, okay. Worst audition. So. I told you I set the bar low, so it's good. Oh, God. I keep thinking of someone who's really going around. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm that one. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? So, um, I was auditioning for a musical, and at drama school, we had singing um, <laughs> classes, yeah. but we were not MT trained. Because we were just doing a an MT, acting musical course. Theater. Musical theatre. Musical <laughs> theatre, yeah. Sorry. We're not just the crowd MT. I'm not like musical theatre at all. I can't read music and whatever. And I can sing, but just, you know, jazzy pop yeah. stuff. So when I got sent this audition, I was already a bit like, oh, okay. Let me see the one song that I know. The one musical theatre song that I know, which is When You're Good to Mama from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to have to sing this because I have nothing else. Um, I went into the room and um, there were four guys there. <laughs> I started singing and one of the guys turned to the side and was like texting on his phone. Oh my God. Another guy that. was giving me the worst looks ever. Like evil eye was everywhere on me. Um, and the other two were kind of just looking at me in disgust. Yeah, it was so bad, and I was like, "Shane's ready to fight someone." Name <laughs> Shane. I know, like, I have to sing the whole song, and uh, the energy is just so off. They're clearly not liking what I'm sounding like. <laughs> and then there's like a long gap between one of the verses and the chorus, and I was so awkward. I didn't know what to do. But I started doing the box step. <laughs> oh yeah. I started dancing around. <laughs> I, I can't stand still. Like I'm. Oh this is God. so awkward. <laughs> And then halfway through, not halfway through, at the end of the song, um, the musical director's like, that's in the wrong key. Goes over to the piano, is like, sing it like this. Goes up and on, trying to sing it higher, and goes, that's the key you need to sing in. He does it at the end of the song. At the end of the audition, I took my sheet music and I went. And I laughed about it, to be fair, because I was like, that was horrendous. You know when something's so bad, you're like, all I can do is laugh. Also, like, how mean of them. Okay, what's your one? Oh, I've got so many. I've got. I just do stupid shit, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this one's about our commercial casting. Now, commercial castings are awful anyway. Because oh my god, it's so, so random. Funny. We had a they commercial just... casting together once, and I really wanted us to get it. Yeah, so I did. We, we, we had to go like away, and I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. No, so this was for a commercial for like a hardware store, basically. Great. Now their whole Christmas theme was about a little girl, little girl. You, me. Are you the little girl? Okay. I was a little girl. Now I was. I think at the time I was twenty-one. Okay. Um, and I had to go in, play the guitar, and sing a song. Can you now, play the guitar? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. So I, I was like, oh, I'm my agent. I was like, by the way, I don't, I don't sing. I've got a guitar. I had a guitar for a show to look yeah. like cool in my I room. Had a guitar. Yeah. Um, I also went through a stage of really liking guys that played guitars, and I was like, "Play for me." So even cringier. And I was like, "You know that I can't like sing them." No, no, no it's, it's funny. It's meant to be funny. Like, so I get Becca, who's our friend that plays guitar, and I was like, "Right, can you just teach me a couple of chords?" Then you've got to make your own song up with this script that we did. Whoa. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. such a tough I know, yeah. oh, bloody hell for that. So I come in, guitar in hand to this audition. 
I walk in, 21 year old me, <laughs> there's 13 year olds everywhere with their mum. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. With your guitar and your pigtails. With, with, yeah. <laughs> with like ukuleles and like they're all like music young. students. And young. Okay. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. So I sit down, I'm like, there, I'm like they're like chaperone details. I'm like, no, I've got a chaperone. Just me. And then I start hearing people and they can sing and they can play guitar. I go in. I forget the three chords that Becky's got. I'm just strumming away. Like, <laughs> friends, is, like, it, is it like in key? Strums. No, 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 I don't know what I was Not doing. Not holding it. I was just like, and it's like, I love my dad. It's like, oh, it was the worst. And I was kind of like, thanks. Did you get a recall? Oh, did I get a recall? Yeah, I got the fucking part. Um, no, I, I don't think the guy could look at me. I think. I'm probably played at their Christmas parties. Like, oh, I'm not wow. be surprised because apparently they do that. I've heard of someone that worked for a company and they play the castings for the Christmas party. <gasps> like, the amount. Oh, that makes me evil. So you get this whole like show reel back of your worst auditions just in your head, like people watching. <laughs> that makes me feel sick. I know. Right. Okay. Leading very nicely on. What is your most embarrassing moment that's happened in audition, on set, whatever? Kind of can think of one straight Mine's away. Mine's just all auditions. Mine's tra- I know it's straight away, but I just do so much just embarrassing stuff all the time. Like, what is wrong with me? So, this one of many times, here we go. So, this again was um, a drama school audition. So I really wanted to go to drama school so, so bad and um, didn't go. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Because so <laughs> you started working. Yeah, well, yeah, look, I mean, I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have had the opportunity for yeah. that so it's all it's happened like for a reason yeah at the time i didn't know that and i really wanted to go to drama school i had this audition and you had some some drama schools not all of them but a lot of them you have to have a song prepared oh, and mm. i was always like why like i know i don't want to do musical theater because i know like i cannot hold a tune at all <laughs> and um so there was this audition right and we'd done the first acting stages and all of that kind of thing and movement stuff and it was great like smashed it so we then come to the final part which was the singing and i was like gosh and i'd even got a singing coach in to help me at school Mm. so i could kind of work with her and um she played it on the piano and it was this like old kind of jazzy song because when i talk my voice is quite high but when i was singing it was easier for me to be in tune lower (laughs) yeah like that so um and the thing is when she was playing on the a piano and and she was singing I could sing with her and kind of match her voice as soon as you took her voice away it was like I was all over the shop (laughs) like I didn't know where I was going so I get into this audition room and we've all kind of been bonding because we've all had the first you know first couple rounds together so we get and I'm thinking everyone's my friend it's all good everyone's gonna be really kind and really nice Mm -hmm. I was I was mistaken guys I was mistaken so I get in there now and the guy starts playing the piano but he's playing a lot faster than what we had what we had been practicing with you see so straight away i'm like oh and i'm having to go like (laughs) right off of the bat like really fast because with it it was a very slow jazzy kind of thing what song was it i can't even remember i've put on my phone somewhere but it's a really beautiful song Mm. not when i sang it but it was great (laughs) and i should have said before like can we just go a bit slower Mm. or i should have excuse me can you just go a bit slower i didn't because i was so nervous and I'm literally standing on the spot and it was like, I don't think I've ever sung so high in my life. It was just high, low, like literally the tune was not there. And I think I was trying to find it, but I was going all around the houses to try and find this thing. 
but I wasn't on my own. All of the other people we've been auditioning with were in the room on chairs watching me oh, while I'm on stage on my those. own. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I saw someone in that situation, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not gonna put them off. I'm just gonna look at the floor, right? People were looking at me in my eye, like crying with laughter, like literally tears in their eyes. That's so evil. One this guy. Is like, that's awful. Yeah. No, I swear to you, one guy was red in the face, like trying to hold. He was about bursting with laughter, right? It was horrendous. Like the worst. He can't, but he was fine. But it was just, I would have laughed at me if I I was watching it. But it's it's like what you're one with your one. You're standing there, and it's like, I'm. I feel like I'm having an out of body experience. Yeah, you're like you want you. I'm watching myself do this. Like I want the ground to literally Literally. swallow me up. I want to just go under the bricks and just stay there until this is over. (laughs) It was awful. Like horrible. Oh god, that was mine. Sorry, I had to go through that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we apologise on behalf of the mean guy. <laughs> the whole room, but I don't blame this, to be honest, because it was it was a joke. Oh god, Yasmin, embarrassing moment. My embarrassing moment really was that audition. Like I've never <laughs> that audition felt... that scarred you because I had to sing the whole song as well. From the beginning oh, to the end, I just felt like shit. Mm. <laughs> I was like, let me just stop singing. If you know it's that bad, why are you still letting yeah. me go on? Please stop me. <laughs> You're not interested. I'm not interested. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I hate the fact that he waited till the end and was like, wrong key. And he's like, like why did you... Because you told me that at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying, all right, one. So oh, yeah, that, that's definitely like a horrible... That's, that's, yeah, that's both. Awkward Mate. and embarrassing. Mine is, is exactly the same singer. I have never singer, never singer on this show. You love a little song, don't you? It was like for a series where I was a singer. I sang Valerie and I had nice casting directors for that one. They clapped along. They were dancing behind me and they were like, go on, let's give it a bit of attitude. Um, I didn't. I stood there and was like, uh, oh my God, it's awful. I was singing, I was driving to that audition. I sang it the whole way there. Whole way there, and I was like, I'm pretty fucking good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you gotta be your own hype man sometimes. I believed really it, and be. I was like, I'm ready for this. And I get in, and I'm like, well, so <laughs> awful, awful. So basically, oh, uh, we oh, can't sing. We can't sing. Maybe we can be a good girl band if we can blend our voices. We need a good voice to blend to first. Right, someone is not recruiting. Do you need singer? Drop us an email. Okay, last question. John, um, I want your proudest achievement in the industry, but I don't want it to be a job. Proudest achievement that you've done. It doesn't have to be a big one. Do something you were like, do you know what? Proud of myself for that. Okay. I've got two. One, is a, one is a job related because it means a lot to me. Okay, go on. First one. So I'm not great at reading, but I was great at English. I was great at English. <laughs> I was awful at maths. Like for me, maths alongside with singing was like one of my biggest insecurities and you know me Jen whenever it comes to numbers I can't I can't even my brain just shuts up it's like nope not today because I'm so insecure of getting it wrong and I just yeah, it's just I've never been good at it. I used to have to go to Cumon when I was younger. Do you oh, ever do that? Cumon! Yes, I hate I it with a passion. Like yeah. anything with a number, I just can't even deal with it. Like it actually makes my head hurt. I was really, really, really bad at maths, like bottom set from my whole life. We got to our I remember there was I couldn't even take my GCSEs in year ten because I wasn't ready because I was so bad. So they were like, We need because you know sometimes you take it yeah. early. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're gonna do it at the end of year eleven because you need as much time as you can. My maths teacher at the time, who was brilliant, he actually said to me, we're going to have to put you in for the higher paper because you have more chance of getting a C on the higher than you do on the foundation because you need less marks to get a C on the higher. Whereas right. on a foundation, the highest mark is a C, so you need overall more marks. 
Yeah, Do you get right, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, we're going to have to put you in for the higher paper because I think that's the only chance you're even going to... You're going to have the best chance of getting a C, right? Yeah. So I, like, literally worked my backside off. I was going, like, every day after school. I was doing my lunch times. Like, I really worked so, so hard just to scrape and get a C. <laughs> and I was so nervous. And I literally would come home after my extra... Um, extra maths after school and then be doing it again I'll be doing it over the over the breaks over the holidays whatever and then I got into the I got into the exam room and I did my exam and I was like oh my gosh I missed so many questions and I was really really hard on myself then I found out when I got my results I was two marks off of a B oh like, yes you see and I was so I was like yes bitch you yeah, did that yeah, you, you did, did that. that you did and I was so proud of myself because it was something that I am really really not good at like now yeah. if you ask me to even Flipping time or something, I'd be like, I don't even know. Like, I just even wouldn't even want to attempt it. One plus one. I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that was like a massive personal achievement. I like that. Yeah, My second one is job related. It's actually Hollyoaks because. My nan, who passed away a couple of years ago, was like my biggest fan. Like literally, she would tell me about myself sometimes and she just was so laid back and Hollyoaks was one of the things that she used to absolutely love watching. And I didn't tell her I was gonna be on it. I just let, I let, her, let me pop up on screen and surprise her while she's watching Aww. it at home. So that has to be like one of, like an achievement. I could be in something. And she'd never really seen me act before. And that was like something to show her, like, I can do this. She was so confused. She's like, what? She's on TV? No, so that was like an achievement, I think, for her because she meant so much to me. And that was the only thing she got to see me in before she died. And that was like oh, a big achievement. Right. Yeah, that's oh, my Oh, that's really oh, cute. So that's mine. I feel like mine aren't ever going to be as good as that. I'm like, so yeah. beat that. <laughs> I won't be able to. Yeah, <laughs> go on, go on. Oh my gosh. Is it industry related? Okay. You can, can be, be if, that's what, if that's what comes to mind. For me, I think it's finding my worth. If it can be anything, it's yeah. that. Oh. I think, like I said, it's been a process, but when I truly started to appreciate that I can, I can achieve anything I want to in this life and I'm worthy enough, I deserve good things, mm. I deserve love, I deserve happiness, all of that really just changed my life. And even though I have bad days... I can always get back to that place. So I'm so thankful and so grateful that I've been able to attain that wisdom. Oh, I love oh, that. <laughs> Mine's just short and concise. I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Jen loves cheese. Vegan cheese. Let's not go on a vegan rant, right? <laughs> <laughs> My one, you just ruined the moment. Sorry. It's time for this podcast. Okay. Yes, yes. It is. Why? Tell me why. It's just because you, when you set your mind to something and it's actually happening. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Next up, we have... Do you want a coffee? Or a tea, darling. In this section, coffee or tea, we are going to go against the clock. We're going to ask you questions. Mm-hmm. You've got one minute. You are not allowed to pause. You okay. have to yes. answer straight away. Oh, Dudley's sneezing. Sneeze. The dog's sneezing. He's half asleep. <laughs> Okay, are you ready, Yasmin? Yes, I am. No hesitations, no um, no uh. Three, two, one, go. Biggest fear? Uh, Flights. (laughs) Worst thing you've ever done? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Bombed on someone. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, LA. Favourite colour? Purple. Favourite flavour? Oh, cinnamon. Sweet or sour? Sweet. Sea or swimming pool? Sea. Okay, most embarrassing thing you've ever done? I have oh, definitely go. tried to kiss someone and they didn't kiss me back. Oh, oh hard times. Okay, relaxing <laughs> holiday or an exploring holiday? Uh, exploring. 
Skirt or trousers? Skirt. Flat, flats or heels? Flats. Favorite, <laughs> your favourite brand? Oh, um, misguided. Ooh, favourite song at the moment? Oh, um, Kate Trinada. Ooh, what's the first thing you do in the morning? I pray. Last oh. thing you do at night? Pray. <laughs> um, what do you have for breakfast? Uh, porridge. Coffee or tea? Tea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Well, I definitely didn't like some of them. I was like, Bleh. that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed. I because some of them was like, what? Because flights, I'm not scared of flights, but it just came to my head. <laughs> it happens. So. Okay, well, we're coming up to the end of our show. Yeah. So at the end of each of our show, we are going to give our realisation <laughs> of the week. Okay, so Cassius, what's your realisation of the week? My realisation of the week, it's not a massive one, but um, this goes back to Yasin about being kind to yourself after auditions mm. and kind of accepting places where you can be better. And my realisation is that I really need to work on my American accent. Okay. I thought it was good. And it is, it's decent, but it's not good enough. It can be okay. better. Nice. It's mine. Okay. Yasmin. Um, my realisation of the week is that it's okay if you have days where you're not strong. It's okay to sometimes feel a bit, oh, can't take it today. Yeah. And have a bit of a rest. Yeah. You don't always have to be like ready for war do you know what i mean or like yeah. in that place it's like actually a strength is also being vulnerable yeah that's also a strength so don't always have to vulnerability feel. is strength yeah i like it's that it's also a version of strength so it's all right sometimes to just be vulnerable and take a, a chill pill relax mm. and just feel a bit oh you know i need a break mm. and take that break yeah and not feel that not feel guilty for that nice yeah. uh my realization of the week is that Feel the fear and do it anyway. And that's I something I'm that. trying oh, to do. Yes. I'm trying to do that a lot. Um, with this podcast, with writing again, with getting back out there in workshops and classes. That is my realisation of the week. Yes. Um, so, Yasmin, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. You've I've been, had an amazing You've afternoon. been the best first guest, yeah. I have to say. It's oh, the only first guest, but the best first guest. <laughs> <laughs> the best thank we can you. ask. <laughs> so, at the end of every show, we ask our guest... For a an affirmation to end with. Something that you would like to leave the listeners with. Something, a phrase or a saying that you keep close to your heart that you would like to leave our listeners with. Um, a good one that I'd like to leave you all with is that you are here to be great. So give yourself permission to be great. Yes. Oh, I love Give yourself that. permission to do it. Yeah, oh, I feel like I want to write all your quotes yes. on a mirror. <laughs> oh my god, you know what I mean? Like yeah. your post-it notes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> You've been amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. And you guys have been amazing for Thanks listening for to us. Thank You've you. been, I hope you feel inspired. I hope you feel better. I hope you love yourself because yeah, that's what we, we don't want. Feel alone. Yeah, and if you want to join in the conversation, please do. You can rate us please do review us subscribe to us so you never miss any of these beautiful episodes we've got great guests coming up as well we do we actually do you've got a high what is it bar to reach no they've got the other set the bar bar, so you've got like 10 quotes in one there subscribe because you don't want to miss any you can follow us on Instagram at In Between Stages as well as on Facebook. And on Twitter, you can follow us at In Between Stage. They wouldn't let us have the S. No, it's okay, true. we're going to make it work. You can follow me, Cassius, on Instagram at Cassius Nelson or on Twitter at Cassius underscore Nelson. You can follow Jen 
Um, mine is Jennifer with three M's, Brooke, on Instagram and Twitter. They'd be extra in it. I <laughs> Somebody <laughs> has two M's. I can't find them. They've gone. I don't know how I can't change it. Yasmin, where can we follow you for more inspirational quotes? Um, on Twitter at Yasmin Kater, which is K E I T A, on Twitter and the same on Insta. Lovely. We'll put that all in the bio as well yes. in case you missed it, guys. Thank you so much. It's been fun, girls. I really loved it. But it's time to pour some more drinks and for us to continue this conversation off the mic. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime, have, have a, a great week in between. Jenny, great. You know what, yeah? Have a good time. I'll see you next week.